This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. Johnny G, John Gabris, joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Say what's up. Nada. Okay. Also joining me in the High and Mighty studios is a longtime person I know, recent friend, comedian, podcaster in his own right. Divorcee. Uh, divorcee? No. Oh, shit. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even know you got married. Now I feel awful. <laughs> Johnny Pemberton. Hi. 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 Hi, Johnny. Hey. Good to see you, bud. Hey, Johnny. Did I meet you on Adam Devine's house party? No. No? No. Where did we meet? We didn't meet there. No, because we met in some situation. I never did that. No. I never, uh, yeah, I know about it. I've heard about that. It's a thing. <laughs> then where did, uh, where did we meet? Um, Jesus Christ. We I have don't a bunch know, of mutual man. friends. Yeah. But I don't, uh, we I feel like we worked together on something at some point, right? This is one of those things where you just gotta look at IMDb. And <laughs> there should be like a thing, a cross reference. You know how you can compare stuff yeah, on, you, um, you can buy buying something, you can check the box. Like compare these two things. Right. They should have an IMDb like, comp- like the, the Find Kevin what Bacon. these two guys did together. Yeah, how yeah. do these guys know each other? <laughs> yeah, and then it's the sad part is when we realize it's like a college humor video or something. Probably, yeah. Something's like, not even listed. Funny or die. It's like humiliating. God, I don't even, honestly, I don't, honestly. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't fucking <clears throat> care, dude. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just happy to know you now. Yes. Yeah. Um, I just assumed house party because that was one of the first things I did when I moved out here. Hmm. But did you do money from strangers? Did we ever do that together? Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was that because we're both kind of friends with Scotty and Rob. Well, because that was the the first thing I ever had was with Scotty and Rob. And since Scotty's first thing too. Oh, the Scotty's monster, first writing job. Monster Drive was, or was Mega Drive. Yeah. Mega Drive. God, yes. man, that's so so ancient at this point. It's that's crazy. So funny. I must have met you uh, via those guys. Oh, it had to be. I met you at. Possibly at Rob's barbecue. Uh, that was the weekend I moved out here. Rob, had, Rob yep. had all those people over. Uh, yeah. Yes. All right. There we go. That's where it was. My favorite chef. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Donuts and pineapples on the grill. Donuts and pineapples on the grill. <laughs> six different types of meats, smoked six different types of ways. Yeah. I knew I was gonna love L.A. when I didn't know about the dinner party scene coming from New York, and then oh really? Yeah. And then coming to L.A. and someone's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have people over for dinner." I'm like, "Oh, that sounds fun." Going. They have like a backyard, a barbecue, right. uh, adult like people older than me are passing joints around i'm like los angeles is the best and everyone who cooks is a fucking overachiever on adderall so it's like it's great <laughs> yeah like, I, re- I, re- I, re- I, re- I read this book this book this book and then this guy says like, uh, I, like, oh, I watched shit. a thousand hours of fucking netflix <laughs> food shows i've got all these ideas you have a slow smoker in your backyard exactly. oh yeah i've been doing ribs all morning uh, i've been neglecting my entire family making food all day um, I'm already into that. I'm bougie about everything I'm into, whether it's weed, beer, yeah. scotch. I get into like yeah. I feel like I get that way too. It's just like if you're gonna be into something, why not try to find out like the best, the depth of it. Yeah. I went home to Minnesota for Christmas for like four days, and we went out to the the best Italian restaurant in Rochester, Minnesota, <laughs> and it looks nice, right? It has all this like expensive decoration. They've definitely keyed it up, you know, to make it look and feel. Like a real nice place. Yeah. And Rochester is not a tiny. It's like a hundred and forty thousand people. Okay. And the, where the, where uh, where in Minnesota? South, What's it, southeast Minnesota. Is it near uh, any of the major cities? There? Yeah, it's like an hour and a half south of Minneapolis. Oh, okay. It's where the Mayo Clinic is. So oh, okay. there's like a lot of people there who come from out of town and 
have a lot of people from out of town. Like, oh, I would imagine. Tons of hotels yeah. and stuff. For there's even they don't have an international airport there because because of the Mayo. Clinic. Yeah, so yeah, it makes someone sense. from Saudi Arabia can land there and get their treatment and go fly oh, back. And uh, went to this Italian restaurant and the pizza was trash. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was like the worst. <laughs> All the food was just so. I'm like, I have, you got a pit fire pizza at North Hollywood or any pit fire pizza <laughs> and it's amazing. It's like 10 times better than yeah, that. And we don't even consider pit fire that good no, of pizza. No, but it, like, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> like, I've never felt so spoiled in my life in terms of food as having, when I had that, like, oh. I was home for uh, Christmas last year mm-hmm. or uh, maybe it was the spring and my family, we ordered Thai and they all were having Thai for the first time oh, in really? 2017. I felt, I felt so bad. I was like, I was like, what do you guys want? They're like, uh, I don't know. What's good? I'm like, I guess Pad Thai pad or Pad Thai. CU if you've never had yeah. it. I guess just have one of those two things. And they were like, oh, spring rolls. Loves. And you're like, they like didn't even realize like what cuisine encapsulated. And I'm like, right. they live a half hour outside of New York City and they just didn't even never had Thai food. And I mean, it's Long Island. It's a little suburb, but there are Thai food places and they've yeah. just never gotten it. That's so weird. You wouldn't think the places in the East Coast would be so... Oh, uh, sheltered. Right. It's just like they just get pizza slices everywhere. <laughs> um, slice. Sl- give me a slice. Uh, that's a good segue into what we're going to talk about. But instead of doing a good hosting job here, right. I'm going to slam the pull the e-brake and just get over to doing um, do the negative reviews of my podcast. So if, as always, if you rate <laughs> me five stars on iTunes and roast me in the comments, I will read it. This is such a great technique. I love it. Yeah, this is such a masochistic ratings grab. It is, but it's also like a thing where it's like staring at something in the face and by destroying, you destroy it by staring it in the face. Yeah, every day that I record a High and Mighty, I feel stronger because I just, (laughs) I heard three strangers break me down like fundamentally to my core. Uh, Speaking of which, here's one from your boy Billy. Uh, Lazy Podcasting is the title of the review. Mouth breather. Ron Bangbus's podcast barely qualifies as listenable. How this is listed in the comedy section is a joke in itself. It should be placed in the self-help section as this is the perfect example of what you shouldn't do with your life. Listening to Arthur lick the microphone would be better quality than Bangbus talking about his rugby days in college. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Are you gonna click a yes on that one? Yeah, I clicked. That was uh, okay. that was helpful. Thank you for your feedback. <laughs> Usually, I do that just so I know if I've read the review or not. Oh, but right. It doesn't stay anymore. I don't know what the fuck. I'm sorry, the Apple metric. Podcasts. I appreciate your help with everything and you know hosting my podcast, but it's a really confusing app. They don't know what they're doing anymore. Yeah, it's complicated. It's unnecessary. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what the fuck is happening. All right, this is uh, flip my titty. Um, <laughs> That's the name of the person by Dear Job Dingus. You're the opposite kind of person I would ever hang out with or want to know. Too loud and full of himself. But your character as Gino actually had me believing it was him because I didn't realize you guys were doing characters. Been a huge fan for a while. You're still a bumbling, half gay, fat person. <laughs> Love the show. Five stars. I, I, bumbling, fat. B- bumbling half gay fat is kind of how I do. That's my Tinder profile. That was kind of a split review, though. Was that was half? That was some praise laced in there. Yeah, there's some praise laced in there for comedy bang bang specifically, which I guess um, I should be honored that people followed me over to this bullshit podcast off of an actual successful one. Bang 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 bang. Um, 
so, so soupless bitch says soupless <laughs> soupless bitch that's soupless a pretty, is that a thing i don't know that means they have no soup no soup no soup for them I'm clearly not the target demographic for this podcast, and I don't think I'd ever want to be. But last night, I did have a dream that Jamba Juice sucked on my nips, so that's cool. Five stars. I have literally never missed an episode. Okay. <laughs> Say again. Oh, Jamba Juice is the name. He's Okay, I thought it meant they called me Jamba Juice there. I thought they meant uh, they had Jamba Juice coming out of their nips. <laughs> Which is hot. <laughs> I would suck. I hope this is a girl. I hope Soupless Bitch is a girl, because I'm, you know, I'm straight, bro. Um, Jamba and here's one last one from Enid Coleslaw 420. I like that. That's a good name. Yeah. Is that Bob's Burgers? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Is Enid Coleslaw? I don't know. I don't I know. I mean, it. isn't everything's a reference now? I don't even know. Yeah. All There's, these freaking <laughs> fanboys. Yeah, fucking. Go ahead and watch your comedy show. And please, Bob's Burgers, hire me to do a voice. Uh, have some New York Burger Chef swing by. Jean Garbus's cough makes me want to vomit. <laughs> His wife is way too hot for him. I'm a Jersey girl, and he is what gives Long Island a bad image. Physically, he's a zero, but mentally, he's a nine. Oh. Again, there's Larry Lason in the compliments. But I wonder if mentally he's a nine means I'm nine years old. Oh, well, not in that metric they established. Yeah, they no, not the way. Not if, like, yeah. Because I've heard some of the bad reviews on here. I've heard some people get really creative and really let you have it, but you know they're like, hey, man, I love you, but here it goes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's sort of like the fact that they're diving so deep on, like, my dead dad or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Lets them know that, lets me know that they kind of get it. Gabagool. <laughs> yeah, Gabagool. Yeah, anytime <laughs> they mention Gabagool, I know who they are. Uh, um, so, Johnny, you, you won. Uh, we, we had a couple of uh, firing back topic ideas yeah, to come we had on. Yeah, heated text exchange. A huge. Well, heated. I love that it's the text exchange. I, I would love to uh, read it out loud as a performance piece because it just says, it's Pemberton in all caps. Right. And I apparently had your number in my phone. Right. I don't know when that would have occurred. And then the next text was, when can I do your podcast? And then, and of course, you can do mine. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I was like, interesting. And then as I'm about to type, yeah, dude, when, oh, all right, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we started talking topics and a couple of things we threw out were, uh, Two that hit ho really close to home are breakfast and GI issues, <laughs> and they're one and the same. So, but I think uh, they can be. I yeah. feel like I my love of breakfast comes from GI issues. Same here. Yeah, my love of breakfast is because I need to initiate a process every morning. Mm -hmm. I have to eat. Like I go to the gym now. As of for three weeks, I go to the gym in the morning. And what I have to go? eat. I go at eight. I get there at eight thirty. You get there at eight thirty. So you eat before. I have to eat before. Yeah. I have to poop. Oh, and okay. a coffee will make me poop, but. Eating will make me feel like I eating and drinking a coffee will make me feel like I've pooped and my day can begin. What do you eat before you go to the gym? Usually, uh, it's just like two hard boiled. When I'm eating healthy, it's like two hard boiled eggs. That's it. Yeah, and that's wow. oh, that's enough. Just that it's really? just something to get in my stomach, so okay. I can take my vitamins and not like get yeah. sick. And then, but this week I actually, and it's funny because we decided earlier this week to talk breakfast, and I made on Sunday. I set up and. Made a frittata for me to eat Ooh. the week. Yeah, the whole week. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of frittata. Yeah, no, it's a dozen eggs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, because that—that's the thing. It's like a, it's like a casserole, right? Yeah, like I made it in a casserole, casserole dish with like Ooh. turkey sausage, eggs, spinach, cheese, Ooh. tomato, onion. What kind of cheese are we talking here? Uh, Monterey Jack. Shredded. Monterey Jack. Okay. See, yeah. it's not my, my, my kind of cheese. Uh, no? Not my cheese. What kind of cheese is yours? Yellow. Probably like a Swiss. Ooh, yeah, Swiss and a Swiss. eggs. Yeah, I'll do Swiss with just about anything. Any hard, any hard cheese. You're a hard cheese guy. I'm a soft cheese guy. See, I'm a hard cheese guy. I'm a goat brie 
uh, goat cheese, brie cheese over manchango any day. Bro. Well, see, I'll take a I'll take a sheep over a goat any day. <laughs> oh my I'll man! Because <laughs> we just earlier mentioned bougie food stuff, and now we're arguing about. Dude, I'm a real sheep milk boy. <laughs> sheep milk boy. I'm a sheep milk boy. Well, go on, listen, I don't turn the sheep milk boy. Hey, coming down the chimney with a sheep milk boy. The man called Santa Claus. The man called me. I and I control this sheep. Now, don't you know? Back away the goat. Don't you know this and that man? I'm bringing down the sheep milk boy. Babylon is a goat. The man, I and I control. I Celestia the sheep now. Basta. What's your standard breakfast? Standard breakfast for me um, is probably, well, there's two standard breakfasts. Actually, I kind of do three now. Standard breakfast, traditionally, for the past year or so, has been a smoothie. Wow. Right. Interesting. And uh, so that explains part of the why GI comes into play there. Yes. Well, because that's like a thing where, well, the GI, the GI thing, to, to get a rap, to tell the truth from the top is that when I wake up, I'm super hungry because I, mean, I don't have a large intestine. There's no colon. I oh. had it removed probably about, I guess, almost 20 years ago at this point. No, maybe, maybe about 17 years ago. What, what, what caused that? Uh, I had ulcerative colitis for a long time. And oh, if geez. you have ulcerative colitis for a long time, it's like a thing where if medicines don't work, it's like, okay, well, this is clearly not working. The longer you have a colon inside of you that's, that's uh, diseased, you get the chances of getting colon cancer just like skyrocket every year. Jesus. So they take it out surgically. And so what does that cause what does that cause for you digestion wise? What are the side effects of not having a um, colon? Well, stuff goes through me really fast because obviously there's there's less track. It's a shorter racetrack. Okay, so eating you're you're sooner to move to BM right. after eating. I think I probably eat more calories than most person most people my size. Yeah, and is it because you feel hungry all the time. Yeah, because it just goes through me faster. And so, so, do you not get the same amount of nutrients from it? Because I don't, like, I don't get probably some less. I think I get less vitamin D, less vitamin B twelve. Just because less, that's where it gets soaked right. in the intestinal wall. And there. also, uh, how much you get a lot of water from the colon. So I, I, I'm like fucking always thirsty. Oh, interesting. Not always, but I'm like. It's but you some, always should be drinking. Yeah, yeah. I drink. Uh, like to me, drinking water is like. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Every day, gotta just keep drinking water. Like, Me too. I drink. I drink about over a gallon of water a day, and that's just holdover from maybe closer to two gallons. Right. Holdover from just being an ex meathead. Well, know, that's good, man. Yeah. No, it's good. See, I got my giant ass yeti yeah. right here. I get like a thing where I'll be out shopping with, with bread or something, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'm so thirsty right now. If I don't get uh, 16 ounces of water in the next 10 minutes, I'm gonna fucking cry. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> fall over. Like, ah. like oh, it hits you that hard. Like, yeah. Out of but then if I drink it, I'm like, oh wow, I just. I'm fucking good now. I'm great. All I need oh, is so interesting. It's so yeah. weird how much that is like a thing. Like how much hydration is a thing. So yeah, I had the I had the colon taken out. So for se- so for the last fifteen to twenty years, yeah. you've been dealing with this. And is it is it like I guess difficult to years. maintain, or is it like you're it's yeah. so you're so accustomed to it? Now. It's both, but basically, I'm accustomed to it. Like there's certain foods I just never eat, or if I do, it's like. Here's, I'm gonna get the payment. I'm gonna. I'm paying for this. I know what, I'm gonna pay for what, it later. What kind of food is like a, hot chicken wings? Like spicy foods? Yeah, spicy foods or anything that's really greasy or really. Um, I can't. I basically don't ever have milk anymore, or any oh. like any cheese that doesn't have has lactose in it. Oh, so, okay. All because kinds of stuff. that that would be processed sort of in yeah. that part of the. And it just intestine. it's like whatever problem it causes for a normal person, it's worth for me. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, but the end result is is I end up. And I don't eat until I try not to eat late because 
I'll have like problems at night. You wake have, up in the, in I have the, to wake up a bunch in the night to go to the bathroom, and then also it's like things go through me so fast. That, and sometimes in the morning when I wake up, I'm just like fucking. You're starving. I'll, I could eat. I could eat double breakfast, like pancakes, bacon, eggs, hash browns. Grapefruit juice, coffee, you tea. You can eat like uh, TV commercial breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sometimes I do, and I feel great. Oh, that must be the best thing about being a working actor, though, is like you show up to a set and you're like, what's for breakfast? And you're like, yeah. yes, I'll take a full tray and then give me a half hour in my trailer. <laughs> I do. I usually have like, I make the smoothie for the drive. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll when I get on set, I'll, like, yeah, I'll, have, a, I'll have a breakfast burrito yeah. or have something. But I also, I tend to eat kind of light then. But either way, Cause you, cause it's you're, like... I. I don't have, I didn't have any major surgery, but right. my GI tract sort of runs my day in the same way. Like, yeah. I can't fucking, when I get a job, I can't, like, I have to eat, like, so much better on set because yeah. I'm like, and I have to, like, time coffees and, like, really? you know, because I'm like, the, my biggest fear in the world is, like, anyone have eyes on gapers? And I'm just, like, in the shitter. And I'm like, no. Yeah, I hate that too. But it's a thing now where I, from the, from the start, I'm like, I tell the, fir- the first or second idea, like, hey, if I'm not here, I'm in the bathroom. And if I have to go to the bathroom, it's because I have to go to the bathroom. Right. So if there's no, don't ever tell me like, oh, we're, we're about to go. I'm like, no, I'm about to go. Okay? <laughs> like, just, I have, just trust me on this. Like, it's going to make us all happier if I don't have to fucking shit in a director's chair in Video Village. It's like all of you, all of you who are twice my age, I've shit twice as much as you in my life. So I fucking, I'm like the fucking Mario Andretti of shitting. <laughs> In terms of like knowing, like I know, I know this car really yeah, well. That's how I feel. Yeah. I know, I know it really well, and I'll be like, like this morning, I was trying to get to the gym by eight thirty, and uh, at like eight, I have to leave by eight fifteen to hit that, and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's eight ten, and I'm like, just texting my buddy who I'm meeting, I'm like, gonna be a little late. I just have to do one more so that it doesn't. So I and I think part of my GI issues is I, I'm in the last few years, I've gotten very comfortable. About not shitting at home base, but I really prefer at home base. Yeah, I re- oh re- shitting away from home. Yeah, I really prefer yeah. to shit in my house. Yeah, as well as uh, mo- all people, mo- most do. people yeah. do. And I, I think part of my GI issues stemmed from uh, f- anxiety about shitting elsewhere. I'd be like, uh, me, like my brother and I both have it. Sorry to shout you out here. Uh, won't use your name because I have two of them. But uh, my brother and I have it where we're like, uh, maybe I should go one more time before we get in the car. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and it's like. I'm just like 15 minutes late to things because I'm like, what What if when I get there I have to shit? And then I'm like in the waiting room and they're calling my name and I'm shitting, you know? like So I'm so afraid of that stuff. Yeah, de- I mean, it's, it's a thing where it's linked. It's like it's inextricably linked, uh, your mind and your and your intestines. Yeah. And they're I, so linked. And I, as this year so far, I've been eating cleaner and uh, just being smarter. Right. And my life is like markedly better. Have you eliminated anything? Yeah, I think I think my issue is gluten, and I think really? I'm afraid to admit that because sandwiches and beer are like two of my favorite Ugh. things in the world. But beer is pretty low in gluten. Yeah, because um, I used to think like, oh man, I just got beer shits and from right. like beer and whiskey. Oh, I got whiskey dump. And then like I I switched to tequila when I was told like maybe you have some gluten stuff. Right. And I I would get shit housed on tequila and be like I'm hungover, but my stomach is like I'm you know I'm still oh, a one right. or two and done guy, and I'm like. Fuck, it's it's something and and it's such a hard thing to find out. It's yeah. Like, shit, I I'm actually doing this to myself. Cuz it feels like such an adult decision to know with like what you have going on stomach wise right. to be like I can't have chicken wings, which is like one of my favorite foods, I, you oh, know, like It's the greatest. Yeah. But anytime I have them, I'm like I just know that's like a eat at home sort of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, or eat a, eat and then go home. Right. <laughs> I have sometimes I'll get like a hot exit. You know what that is? 
what's a hot exit like hot the Irish e- goodbye where you don't say a hot exits when uh then the when the the material exiting your body creates heat uh, oh, upon okay. upon exit it's sort I, of <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you meant i thought you meant you leaving a restaurant you're like you know what a hot exit is later you like yeah. jump in your car yeah. and zoom away so you get the fucking wings and you don't pay for them hot <laughs> exit and the wings i was like oh like an irish goodbye <laughs> oh i know the hot exit or as we call it in my house fireia fireia okay <laughs> so that, that's much more that's much more cute hot exits and Implies sort of terror and yeah. There's like a there's like an evacuation sound to. Hide. I've had hot exits that I woke up in the middle of the night to shit, and it's it's this thing where I imagine this is what it feels like to be disemboweled because yeah. you know how there's no there's no uh, nerve endings inside your bowels. Yeah. So you have this weird feeling where you feel pain, but it's not like. It's sort of this amorphous coming from somewhere. Yeah, it's sort of like I, I get that sometimes, and like, I'm like trying to sit up straight on the john. I'm like, what is this? And I yeah. like you can't figure out where it's coming it's from. It's like I'm bleeding inside. <laughs> yeah, and I can't feel the cut. And yeah, then, and then the the heat. I've had I've gone back to bed and almost like whimpered, and then they're like, huh, 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 it's so hot. I've definitely <laughs> had I've definitely done that after a like a jitlada night or like a spicy jitlada. Oh my god! I like put ice cold water on uh, oh. toilet paper and just like dab and be like, oh my god! You you like a hot exit where it hits the water and you hear like. Like it's yeah. like sizzles. You're like, Jesus, steam's coming out of the can. <laughs> the worst thing by far is pepper jack. Oh, pepper jack. I think because it's jack, cheese and spice. It's cheese and spice, but also there's something about the cheese that cloaks the spice. Right. You don't feel it until once the cheese has been yeah, processed. Yeah, it's like this special design thing where it's like a time release where once it's processed, the, the pepper is released like just an inch before the exit and it just unleashes like ah it's like been bottled up this whole time and just starts to, starts to rip definitely feel spicy food more the next day than I do when consuming do you have a thing where you notice certain types of spice are the ones oh no this is gonna fill me I'm gonna fill this later yeah like I feel like habanero is a delayed spice yes whereas like red cayenne like oh that's in the mouth yeah. I'm not going to burn on like, reentry. Uh, your wasabi and like that kind of is right. all mouth. You mm-hmm. don't feel that stuff later. But yeah. a jalapeno, I think, is similar. Where Jalapenos, do those are fucking cloak motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Those no. just wait to strike. And it's a bad strike. Um, all right. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's. We're talking breakfast now. We're like 10, 10 hours into just talking about. I could talk about shitting for a decade. Oh, really? Like it's my entire life. Me too. Yeah. I know. It sounds like it, it yeah. runs. I mean, I probably literally spent a decade shitting easy I mean, oh shit a decade? i don't ever cool? want to do the math on like if my average yeah. you know i've averaged like around four dumps a day for 15 years i'm like, an old soul yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've done my time on the john brother i've oh, been you, there <laughs> you like a lot of old music uh, not so much unless you call this music <laughs> i've just moved my babbles as much as a 60 year old longshoreman uh-huh Ooh, baby, time for another Mac Weldon ad. You know, when you're listening to High and Mighty, you're going to have your boy Gabrus coming on here talking about Mac Weldon. It's, I'm wearing right now as we speak Mac Weldon socks, underwear, and sweatpants. If my wife Peter was clean, I'd have that on too. Guys, I'm telling you, Mac Weldon is my favorite underwear. I, I know it's a subjective thing, so it's up to you guys what you really like. But the silver line of underwear are antimicrobial, which eliminate odor. Not that I have an odor issue but i do like the way they fit the best so i'm all silver all the time 
Uh, Mac Weldon just added like athletic like socks, like breathable socks. I picked up a few pairs of those. Very comfortable to wear with your running shoes. Very thin if you have like tight shoes at all. And dude, Mac Weldon's got underwear, socks, shirts. They the sweatpants fit great. I wear them on planes, so I look kind of sharp. And you can get twenty percent off if you use the promo code Mighty. So do me a favor, guys. I'm getting a lot of shit from these advertising people saying that I uh, my listeners don't actually activate and buy any of this stuff. If you're thinking of buying Mack Weldon underwear, now's the time. Just show them that uh, the shitheads listen, okay? So do yourself a favor. Buy a pair of underwear. And look, if you don't like it, you get to keep it. And you get 20% off using promo code MIGHTY. So you can get a refund if you don't like it. And if you do like it, you still got 20% off. So do yourself a favor and order a pair. on. Actually, don't do yourself a favor. It is a favor for yourself. But more importantly, it's a favor for me. Do it for me. MacWeldon.com, promo code MIGHTY. Buy yourself some underwears, would you? Um, so you're saying one of your, one of your go-to breakfasts. I think when you're trying to be healthy and be an adult, a go-to breakfast is the right move where it's just like no decisions in the morning. Um, that's what I found with hard boiled eggs. Like if I boil, uh, you know, 10 for the week Mm -hmm. and I just pop up, pop up in the morning, eat two, drink my coffee and get, get my day started. And it's like. I can flex on lunch and dinner if I want to have some fun, right. but it's like let me just get one good meal in. and then like every, you know every once in a while you go ham at like a buffet or oh, yeah. a brunch. Or something. Yeah, it's it's all about consistency. Uh, for me, it's like I just have such trouble making decisions that when I started making smoothies, it's like oh I just I know what to do here. I put blueberries, strawberries, half a banana, uh, vegan protein powder, green powder, maybe some uh, spinach, maybe some coconut meat. And a couple big heaping tablespoons of sheep's milk yogurt. Mm. And maybe some cacao nibs and maybe like some uh, maca powder and maybe like a little bit of uh, chia seed, maybe some cinnamon, always THC? cinnamon. Uh, some, I think I said, what did you say before? I think I said chia seeds. Chia seeds. I heard THC. <laughs> yeah, I was like, chia, oh, you start chia, your day. <laughs> chia seed. Start my day every day with a fucking THC. 50 milligram sativa smoothie. Oh, God. Um, so. Are all those ingredients in one smoothie? Cause that's that that kind of sets you up for a day. That yeah. sounds like that's good. It's a lot of ingredients. I put a lot in there. The, the sheep's milk yogurt is the key to me. Is for that because it gives I mean, that texture? Yeah, that's also what I have almost every day. Is I have sheep's plain sheep's milk yogurt. So that's either like that could be one of your breakfast. Is that one totally? Of your, yeah. Like today, I had some sheep's milk yogurt. <laughs> when I say sheep's milk yogurt, I feel like such a fucking hoity-toity motherfucker. Sheep's like, milk yogurt. Sheep's milk. Because here's the <laughs> thing, Mr. Pemberton. Your sheep's milk yogurt has arrived. I say, have you brought my sheep's milk yogurt? I say, John, have you brought me my sheep's milk Mr. yogurt? Mr. Pemberton, here. Your sheep's head. Your sheep's head. Sheep's milk yogurt is right in front of you, sir. I say, this has been coagulated too much for my palate. Bring me another sheep's milk yogurt, Taki. <laughs> I like it because evidently. Sheep's milk yogurt. Even just saying it's like sheep's milk yogurt. Sheep's, sheep's milk, yogurt. milk yogurt. It's starting to lose like any meaning to me. Like it any does. individuality. Amongst it's losing the it to me too because I talk about it all the time. Sheep's milk yogurt. I'm a big fan. Bellwether Farms sheep's milk yogurt. They follow me on Twitter. I follow them back. <laughs> hey, shout out to Sh- Bellwether Farms sheep's milk yogurt. One day I'll get a sponsorship. <laughs> But it You're won't matter. You're listening to Pemberton's podcast, where we're talking sheep's milk yogurt, brought to you by Bellaton Bellwether Farms of Sonoma, California. Ooh, barely escaped the fire. Thank Eat local, God. Think global. Pretty <laughs> the local. The yogurt farm. 
Oh if, no! Sheep. If it comes out of a sheep, well, it'll come in your hands. No, that's not what we meant. Um, uh, back, uh, back it up, back it up. It looks like come. It's coming. It's sheep. So what? Like, cause uh, for a while, my go-to breakfast was a um, Greek full-fat yogurt with. That's the key. With um, some nuts and some uh, berries. You might yeah. want to think about doing sheep, and here's why. Yeah, tell us what. Give okay. us the advantage of sheep's milk over uh, other milk. You like goat. Love goat. Love a good goat cheese. Goat cheese is great. But you have to admit that goat cheese has something that I call a goaty taste. I agreed. It's got tastes that, like a hoof. It's got that goatiness. <laughs> it's got sort of that goaty funk. Sort of that spunky, <laughs> spunky farm goat. Spunky farm goat funk. Got I, it. <laughs> you can call it chalky. You can call it gamey. But it's yeah. got like a thing. Oh, this is from a goat. Yeah. Chalky, I think, is the word I, yeah. I would use. Yeah. Sheep's milk does not have that. Smooth? Yet. Sheep's milk, sheep's and goat milk are different from cow milk from because they don't have the lactose component that those other ones have. And oh. so they don't cause, there's people who can't eat uh, yogurt or milk, but they can have sheep's milk. Oh, okay. And goat milk, too. Interesting. I should, um, a, friend, a good friend of mine is lactose intolerant. I should uh, bring that up with them. In and case, you could pr- probably they're missing have it. yogurt hardcore. Right. right. And also with yogurt, it's fully fermented, so the lactose isn't even there. Oh. It's been eaten by the bugs. The bugs ate it. Yeah, the germs. The, the germs ate it. The, the little germies. The probiotics. The oh. things you need for your fucking pro- process. Yeah. Oh man, that smoothie sounds. Do- I've been thinking. Do you drink coffee in the morning? I actually drink tea. Yeah. What, coffee, what would yeah. coffee do to your? Uh, it's the same thing. Coffee just dehydrates me. I actually had coffee today for one of the first times in a long time. Instead of having tea first, I usually have coffee in the afternoon. But I always like to start with a because I'm an Englishman. I don't know if you know this. Uh, well, I can guess it based on your name. I'm an Englishman, <laughs> and I realize I started to realize like for we, it's kind of weird. Like I keep thinking about this, how like you know if you're like a white guy, like I'm a white guy. Yeah, I'm from Minnesota. I have no cultural history whatsoever. <laughs> right. Like there's nothing my family does that's interesting. That doesn't. It's not the same thing that every other motherfucking white family in the world does all the time. Like, oh, you got a night. You want to have a nice car. You want to have a fucking law. All that shit. It's all yeah. just like status driven peer. <laughs> Pure you won't believe bullshit. what the so and so's are doing around the corner. Right. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, where did you, where did your kids go to college? Or well, my kids went to this. Co- it's all yeah, that. It's yeah. the same thing. It means nothing. That's same for me. That's like that yeah. white suburban it's shit. It's nothing. It's yeah. like there's nothing at all. It's why like white people are school shooters and stuff like that. It's because they're. <laughs> I mean, if you take it further down the line, it's like oh, you have you have no content to your life, no character. There's no interesting charm. Yeah. There's, no <laughs> there's no like. There's no um. Your grandma's not making an ethnic stew on Sundays to to bring you around, right? There's there's not a you feel also I think part of it is like you feel deserved to be where you are, mm-hmm. uh, or if not, you deserve feel deserved to be higher. Meanwhile, like often other ethnicities and uh, people of color have had to like work to get where they are. You know what I mean? Well, like my family will still talk about like. You know how hard it was for Italians like a hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah, because like, it was. It was, but, but it, it's that's it's, a distant that memory. That was a hundred years ago. It's mm-hmm. hard now for other people. <laughs> yeah, like we're we did it. We're you. It, it's not affecting you, the the generation right above me. Right. You're fine now. You're white. You're not. But I feel like, like it Italian. is affecting because it's not affecting. It's like right, a thing where exactly. there's no pressure. So there's no there's no diamond. Yeah, it's <laughs> so it, to speak. Yeah, it's sort of like <laughs> it, it's sort of like that whole like. Where did they come from? Like you always see, like comedy people or actor people when they come from like wealthy families or whatever, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's just never been hard or interesting for right. you, or like from like a milk toast upbringing, you're like, no, that sucks, you know. 
Yeah. So I feel like thing. and I keep keep that on a culture wide level. I'm just like, oh wait, how do we start talking about this? Tea. Oh, so I'm saying I was English. Yeah. I've you I've, are white. We are I'm a saying white you're guy. Very white. I'm white very guy. White. Your name is. I mean, we're both named John. Right. <laughs> like we are like fake white guys. Like <laughs> right. Fake. Like I'm like this. As we're white like as Lego white guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> John Pemberton, John Gabrus reporting for middle upper middle class job. You know. But like there's like there's like different levels of white guy, and I realize it's like. Some people are white like me, but they're they have a lot of Irish in their background. Yeah, which means they definitely have a more working class upbringing. But the Pembertons of the world, they didn't have that. Yeah, Pembertons are all they've either, all been pretty all highly explorers. Fuck, yeah, pretty highly, <laughs> pretty highly educated. All of them, like going back four generations of doctors in the family. You know, so it's this thing where. It's that's, that's the just name a, what it was. Such a regality to it. It does. It sounds ridiculous. Like my full name is the most absurd. Is it like John Wadsworth Pen, uh, it's, Pemberton? It's worse. Is it? It's it's my full name is John Desjarnet Pemberton the third. Desjarnet. Yeah. So it's even got a little fucking French in the middle. Wait, how do you even spell that? Can you? It's re- spelled lowercase d e capital j a r n e t t e. Desjardins. Yeah. John Desjardins mm-hmm. Pemberton the third. I didn't know I was the third until I got my driver's license in California, and they're like, "Because um, you have to bring your birth certificate, right?" And I've never, I'm not the third, not that I know of. Your f- parents never explained. No, that to you. they never did at all. <laughs> you you just assumed you were a junior because your dad. Was no, named- I assumed I was just John Pemberton. I well, didn't think I was even a well, junior. What did your dad go by growing up? My dad's middle name is not the same, and he's a John Pemberton. That's how it works. I didn't, didn't know this, but in like lineage. It's not direct lineage. It's the third. It's the third of that exact name. So I'm the third John Desjardins Pemberton. Oh, so, but your dad's name is John something. Yeah, else Pemberton. my dad's uncle was John Desjardins Pemberton, and my dad and he there was one before him, like probably further back. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that's how it worked. Yeah, because I have a weird thing where my dad was John A. Gabris right? Jr. because that's what his birth father's name was. Right. But his father abandoned him so he hated him so they didn't want to make me the third. Right. So, But then they named me Jonathan Gabe, J- Jonathan James Gabris. Okay. So not... That's so, a different name though. It's a completely different yeah. name but it's at the same time it's like it's... No one's going to call me Jonathan. I'm not going to want to be called Jonathan. Right. Like no Michaels growing up are, you know, like they're like... Hey Mike! Yeah, it's Mike. Like <laughs> you... You can't go by a former guest of podcast and friend Bob Castrone. Birth certificate just says Bob. Like right. his name is like it's not really? Robert. Yeah, it's that's like, cool. Because it's like just assume that that's what's gonna happen. Well, that's some working class shit right there. Yeah, that's yeah. like the real deal. That's like real working class people. Like, yeah, Bob. <laughs> what, it's supposed to be Robert? Yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> no, no, he's getting called Bob. You know, Actually, Robert. Sir, it's Robert. Your name should be. Your, your name is Robert. Sir. When I, when I was a kid, <laughs> I always thought like, and I still kind of maybe my theory still might work that if you if your name is like. If you go by David right. instead of Dave, or uh, you know, if you go by Daniel instead of Dan, or uh, I think you like that's often gay, right? <laughs> I guess it is kind of I yeah. Find, I, a lot of my gay friends I know go by their full names. I guess is what that's I'm saying. Funny, I never thought about yeah. that. That's Where they're like, it's Leonard. You're yeah, like, it's oh. Leonard. Actually, <laughs> okay, sorry, Lenny. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and I and I maybe it's part of just like wanting to be distinctive and not be one of the five. Like in my junior high, we had five Jonathans, uh, four Jonathans, and five Michaels that were all a group of friends. So now we're all like from seventh grade till question mark. Everyone is known by their last name in that group. Oh, that was that's like a thing too. Yeah, it's always like yo yo Gabrus. Yeah, I've never been Gabrus. Did you fart? (laughs) Oh fuck, Gabrus did. You farted, dude. (laughs) Pemberton. Shit, dude. Gabrus, get out there. Sub in for left guard. 
You fucking farted, man. Dude, Palin's coming over. Pemberton, you here? Pemberton? Yo, Wint, what's up? <laughs> it's so true. And like, yeah. that's such a guy bullshit it's thing. It's like a Catholic it. school shit, too, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's, again, I think it's a way to differentiate when you're five white guys named Michael. Right. <laughs> you're like, all right, well, how about I'm... Di Domenico and you're Stagnelli. Di Domenico, oh my God, that's great. These are my crew. My crew is like a lot of Ginzo names. Di yeah. Domenico, yeah. Ginzo, is that a thing? Uh, Ginzo, I think it's like a slur. Actually, dude, wow, that's new to me. I thought I knew them all. I really uh, did. Yeah. Ginzo is sort of like uh, Guido, sort Ginzo? of like. It's like yeah, if you're like. Oh, fuck. and these guys aren't actual Ginzos, but Ginzos are like I Rock Z driving like tight shirt. A guys. Ginzo. <laughs> How do you spell that? G I N Z O. Ginzo. Leave off the last A for savings. Wow. <laughs> Ginzo. Yeah, I guess I, I say that way. T- you're, you're not the first person that's going. Is And now I'm starting to begin like, have I just fabricated slurs on my There's own? There's all kinds of stuff that sort of slurs to one person but not to another person. Right. Like I've been saying the word uh, dink for a long time. You like, fucking dink. There's I mean, dink over here. Meaning- yeah, like, oh, this guy's so, what a what a freaking dink. Like, it sounds like he's a dummy. Right. Like, to me, dink means you have a dent in your skull and you're you're dumb. You're like a and in my head, dink also because I, I I've said mm. that before. It's diminutive. It's like this guy's a little dummy. Yeah, we got a little dink over here. When they're when someone's a big dummy, I call them a lump. A lump. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look at this fucking. Like lump. Mark Twain used to call people flathead. Like, oh, that's yeah. a flat. We got a real flathead. That makes sense. Like, yeah. oh, your head is flat. Right, it's because you're stupid. You're, you're not round. You're not, there's your no, brain's there's no not brain there. Yeah. But I've I was watching that uh, Ken Burns documentary uh, about Vietnam, and of course, a dink is a is a racial slur for Asians. Oh, but it's like so specific, and it's it's one of those things where it's a racial slur over there at that time. Right. No one knows. And now they do because I said it. But no one knows that if I say dink. I mean, like, oh, this is a this is a stupid idiot. Yeah, you're not like uh, going against the NVA in right. like some sort of weird racial slur. Yeah. They have all kinds of weird. They have so many weird ref, weird slurs over there in wartime. It's just insane. Like, oh yeah, they just, you're ruining they, it for the rest of us, man. What are you doing? Yeah. Let's say this funny Come word. Come on, man. I used to love saying zipperhead. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but even zipperhead is not racially specific. It just sounds bad. Right, because yeah. it has to do with the body bag. That's what it means. Because oh. you zip up the body bag over their head. So they would just say that about a dead NVA, even though like a, a GI could be a zipper head. Right. It's just right. you wouldn't say that about Right, because you yeah. were like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Oh, man, I love the entomology or whatever it's called. When entomology, you Entomo- yeah. yeah. Entomology. En- entomology is, is bugs. bugs. Etymology. Etymology, yeah. yes, yes. I love etymology. Me too. Of, of I think it's cool as hell. Words. Yeah. Uh, here, here's one I, I heard, and I don't know if it's like uh, you know lore or rumor or whatever, but um, the graveyard shift comes from someone having to sit at the graveyard because they would misdiagnose deaths. Like and you have to be, wait until someone rings the bell. Yeah, and that's where dead yeah. ringer comes from, uh-huh. is someone ringing the bell because they would tie a string to him. And that's where the idea of a wake came from because then you let them sit out for a couple of days in case they wake. Wow. Yeah, that's what I like. I heard all those tied together. Yeah. Well, when you say dead ringer, it means like, oh, you're a dead ringer for... Right, but I think that means like, yeah, you, oh, Pemberton, he's a dead ringer for this actor. You look like who I can't. Joel Edgerton. I couldn't think of someone on the floor. That's good. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. The Orc from Bright? <laughs> oh, Bright. Oh, yes, Bright. Oh, yes, Joel Edgerton, one of my favorite actors and a great writer and director. Uh, l- let's just cover his entire face. <laughs> Let's cover the thing that's super expressive and interesting and has like subtlety. <laughs> They're like, oh, wow, I can watch any movie with him. I don't know if he's a good or bad, amazing guy. Let's just cover that face with a bunch of CG blue. I know. It's what fucking a fucking. I, when I saw those posters, I was like, are you kidding me? I know. It's crazy. Ugh. Oh, that movie. Oh, you're not got a hot exit. 
Oh no! <laughs> Just <laughs> not on the couch. That's like the hot exit of <laughs> movies. Like, uh, oh no! Uh, that movie. <laughs> that movie really upset me because I thought I it, see it. it's practically made for me. It's like D and D epic fantasy, yeah. sort of like orcs, fairies, swords, wizards, and Will Smith doing action comedy, which is like I it's miss great. him. And then the movie is. Just... You're a big D and D guy. Yeah, I didn't know that. I played D and D for years. Oh, for years, bro. For years. I, for yeah, years. I played for a really long time, and I'm still into like. Uh, you can see my shelves are filled with uh, fucking fantasy. fantasy novels and stuff. Yeah. We had a hard time playing in high school once uh, we started smoking weed. Ah, yes. Once we started smoking weed, then we used to have these things called fests, where we'd stay up all night till 6 a.m. playing d and on like a Saturday night. Yeah, we used house. to sleep over my friend Hogan's right. house, like four of us, and be like, tonight we start a campaign. We start making characters right after school, Friday right. at four, and we don't leave till like Saturday evening when your mom's demanding you come home yep. for a dinner and see And you. we would drink, you know, each person would have like seven or eight Dr. Peppers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we just- Yeah, we, like, we, D&D fell by the wayside the second we started getting into beer. Yeah, that's it. Like we started smashing beers. We were like, let's just get fucking shit faced, <laughs> you know? We used for a while, there's an overlap where we said, oh, we're going to meet up to play D&D. And it was so we could get high and run around and smash mailboxes. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. That's <laughs> what we, yeah, we used to drink and then go to the bowling alley <laughs> and then like fucking uh, drive drive our cars on people's lawns and shit. Yep. Like we used to think that was like the coolest shit. Mm. Yeah, look at us. And then later on, we sort of, I sort of reconnected with that group of friends and we combined and we would get together and have like, Guinness and play D&D oh. and it was kind of like oh this is the way to do it and a now it's night now as an adult I'm like dying for a week I, I play poker me now, too so like, yeah. I don't know if I can get into like a weekly D&D game as yeah, well yeah I think the weekly poker game for me which is last night is that's enough that's already a lot yeah that's a lot for my own time commitment and right. if you're a in a relationship it's kind right. of like well no those two nights a week I have like and also you're a guy like me who has performances like live shows and yeah. shit to do and you're like I can't be like I'm sorry six nights this week I'm doing something exclusively for myself it's for myself with a bunch of other men. Yeah. <laughs> a men's night. And it co- it doesn't even, not only does it not make me money, but it for costs, our family, it costs lo- me money. <laughs> I lost so I lo- much money last night. Oh, I play every Thursday night. That's funny. I lost a huge amount, not in the game, but in a side game. You ever played a game called Guts? Yes, or 357, like the drop game. Yeah. Ugh. I know, Guts. Guts is, the, Guts is a guaranteed, because that's like if you lose... You gotta put the pot in, right? You gotta, you gotta match pot. pot. Yeah. And whoever whoever's whoever guesses on the pot, whoever has calls guts on the pot, has to has to uh, replicate the pot. So if four people are on it and it's a thirty dollar pot, that becomes yeah. one hundred and twenty dollars. Oh yeah, that's yeah. brutal. God, that's when you have what we call at poker a Ven moment. Oh my God, that's a good one. <laughs> when someone has a lot of cash and you don't, and you're like, can I Venmo you two hundred bucks and you give me cash right now? <laughs> Dude, that's the best. Is because Venmo's made it where. That loss did not hurt me that much because it's one of those things where I just, like, oh, this is just, this, this isn't real money. Right. I just, I just type it in and it goes away. I'm not going to feel this. Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of organizing an event and a bunch of people have Venmoed me money to pay for their tickets. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, mm-hmm. have like a thick ass Venmo account. And I'm like, you're going to have to pay for these tickets. Like the ticket, the, yeah. they're on your credit card. So if you lose this playing poker and then the money is coming out. Like, you should so- download it. <laughs> yeah. Get it out of there. Yeah, I know. I got to get it. I got to get it to Bank of America ASAP. Bank of America with my fine secretary, Erica. Ooh. That's cool, Keith. Oh, yeah. Excuse yeah. us. That's not me. I'm not that good. <laughs> I ain't that good. You're not that guy. You're cool, Keith. Come on, man. Yeah. Wait, is cool, Keith also Doc Ock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool, I- Keith. I grew up fucking jamming on Doc Oh, because he's from... 
the East Coast? No? I think he's from uh, New York, right? Yeah. But like uh, hearing uh, Dr. Octagon mm-hmm. as a kid who was like kind of into hip hop and also comedy, it was like right. the dream come true. It was like jerky boys with music. He's right? nuts, man. He's a, he's a lunatic. <laughs> he's a lunatic. I saw him in a concert one time and it was a letdown, to be honest. They were like yeah. mostly selling merch on stage like while trying to talk, you know. He did a voice on this cartoon I uh, work out called Pickle and Peanut. He did a oh, voice yeah, on that. Oh, yeah. A friend of mine, Greg, wrote on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Greg T. Tukalescu. Tuk- yeah. Yes. I, I, I can't say his name. Yeah. So I said, Greg uh, he T. was called Greg T. For for a decade at UCB New York, so that's Greg T. Yeah, that's that's some fucking white guy shit in high school. When it's like David P. and David uh, R. Are you both here? You know, David like, P. It's like The Bachelor or something. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I'm so sad the Lauren last R. name on Bachelor. So yeah, yeah. Dave P. You know, that so shit's like, creepy to me. How they do that in the Bachelor? That's always like, Lauren. We're, I'm just so sad for Lauren R. Yeah. It's it's like, like, wow, <laughs> you're, you're just saying it. I know. It's like just say her last name or say, yeah. just say Lauren when uh, we're. Assuming like the one who's currently in the storyline where things are sad for them, well, no. Lauren, Lauren R is here. Oh, when when they're fucking, it's like, oh, Lauren R, oh, Lauren, Lauren R, Lauren R. <laughs> God damn it, Lauren R, you're so fucking good at this. Do you watch that show? <laughs> no, I don't. But everyone tells me I should. A lot of my friends do. It's hit or miss, but when it's good, it's good. See, my wife and I have a similar issue um, with us. She doesn't like it because she doesn't like people. She doesn't like awkward kissing or awkward hookups. There's some bad kissing in there. And it really stresses her out. So like even in movies or, you know, like HBO dramas where Oof. it's like she's not really into it in this moment because she's got a secret. So she's kind of like laying and any kind of awkward kissing. Yeah. I mean, maybe it just she has a flashback to being with me for the last 15 years <laughs> and having her face inhaled by a fucking <laughs> fat Muppet head. Um, she so and I kind of either caught that from her or became more cognizant of it for her. And we tried to watch The Bachelorette or The Bachelor, one of those two. And we were like, oop, this is too much. This is too much. The second it's like... That's why we stopped watching Homeland. Yeah. Because the the main character in Homeland with the red hair, he does like a a weird kiss where it's kind of like a... He sticks his lips out, kind of like a chimp. Oh. And it's... Brit, my girlfriend, she's like, ah! Yeah. She gets gets skeezed out by that. That totally makes sense because he kind of has that... Uh, Damian Lewis uh, He kind of had Billions He kind of has that face He's like His face is scary Yeah He's an interesting looking guy yeah. He's a good actor He's an interesting looking guy He's also guy. an Englishman isn't he I'm sure You know what I gotta say about that Get out of here <laughs> 1776 bro Go home Go we, home Take I'm, your equity Get on a freaking ship Go back Yeah go, go back, back to Essex Shoot a BBC3 docudrama Stop it We uh on our sick of it New York rugby team We had a couple of Brits And we would literally like scream 17 We'd get drunk and be like Fucking 1776 you fucking bitches And like we'd all have to sing our national anthems mm-hmm. And we would be like singing the fucking American national anthem right in like the five British guys that's face. awesome and I mean and they're American citizens like right. they moved in here but they have British accents so we're like they take took- that Morty Diggles they took our jobs they took our fucking jobs you're the starters on the rugby team because you grew up playing it from the age of eight right. unlike the rest of us <laughs> in the scrum yeah go home go okay. stop stop being stop doing American accents get the fuck TV. out the scrum mate <laughs> get the, the fuck out the scrum laddie laddie that's Scottish <laughs> Guy, I, I know. I'm all over the place. It's funny how there's such a. I'm difference. so bad at accent. Are you? Very bad. I feel like I have the opposite problem. You're good. I just and think you slide about it. into them too much. Yeah, it's like a thing where I I just enjoy it so much. It feels there's this Adam Curtis thing his name documentary called The Mayfair Set. I remember watching the whole thing while putting together a bunch of furniture when we moved, 
And it's Adam Curtis for one is a great he's a great, great like classic semi posh British guy. Uh-huh. But there's this one guy in there. It's in the seventies, right? It's a video of this guy who's like the most posh, brittle, inbred guy you've ever seen in your life. And his voice is it's, it's this one where it's like, and I, I we are, here we are, here we are, and the, they're coming down to Mayfair, and they haven't had a clue about what we are and who we are coming from, yeah. And I say that. It's quite difficult to be sympathetic to such an unfeeling object of such <laughs> terroristic idea. Like, how the fuck do you talk like that? <laughs> That's insane, yeah. Like, oh, what, cool cat, this, how are you? What's this documentary about? It's called The Mayfair Set. It's about how the uh, oil, oil-rich Arabs and the post-World War II like, basically took over the social clubs of London at the time. Interesting. It's kind of it's just about classism and also about this this guy I can't remember his name but he it's like this big war hero who basically supplanted all this sort of social ideas by privatizing um, war. Interesting. It's really interesting. It's a really heady fucking political privatization. Are you thing. a big documentary guy? I used to be less so now because I feel like it's hard to find something that really really fucking like gets me. Yeah. Because it's, it's, they're more popular now, I feel like. And there's, oh, there's way more of them. Yeah. You, you used to be like searching for nuggets, and now you, now you keep. You're like, oh, this sounds like an interesting one. You're like, I'll, I'll I throw in a documentary, and I'm like, this is a topic I care. And then like a minute in, I'm like, wait, this is the format of this. I can't. Yeah, do there's this. a lot of fluff this is in the lighting too. This is how they're. Yeah, a lot of they, fluff. There's also a lot of stuff when the when anytime someone the documentarian inserts themselves in the documentary. Yes. I'm like, I'm out. It drives me a little crazy about documentaries because I think the reason, the fact that there's so many more now, they yeah. used to take five years to make. Right. They used to take a decade of footage. Like to Paris make. is Burning. That yeah. took 10 years to make. Right. Exactly. And it's so fucking good. It's one of the greatest things ever made. Yeah. Uh, um, Fistful of Quarters, uh, the Donkey Kong one. King, yeah. I love King that. King of Kong. King, uh, King of, King of Kong. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that documentary. Yeah. American Movie. That's American my movies, favorite documentary. American Movie to me is beyond it. A documentary. It's like something else altogether. You I know? don't. I don't know what I watch. American movie. I talk about this on my podcast all yeah. the time. I watch American movie like once a year when I'm feeling down about my career, and I'm like, it's inspirational. It's to all me. right. I'm getting chills talking about it right now. It's okay. Jesus, There's something to live for. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus told us lo- so. Jesus told me so. It's, it's all right. right. It's, it's okay. Bill, look at this right here. This girl wants to meet you, Bill. <laughs> Coven, man. Coven. Coven. It doesn't rhyme with oven. It's Coven. Yeah, what? Well, yeah. Man, and that movie makes me very happy, and yeah. I kind of got a taste of that with Disaster Artist. Uh, you know, it like, gave me a little right. bit of that vibe of like. I didn't see it yet because I was such a big fan of the room. I feel like. Something I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's not, not ready as yet. mocking. It's more of a love letter to the room yeah. than you think it is. Then it, it's just, it is funny. Then um, you see Franco armbar Tommy Wiseau at the awards, and I'm like, "What are you doing, man? <laughs> Dude, you just fucking prevent arm you armbarring a guy and not keeping him from the mic who gave you this award? Yeah, yeah, who got you that award? Yeah. And also, how funny would it be to hear Tommy Wiseau at the Golden Globes saying yeah. something? Let him talk. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that was that was Strike. a weird move, but also maybe smart because God knows what he would have said. <laughs> like, let him, it's, it's but let him. it happen. It's yeah, on it's not him, him man. right? Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of weird. Yeah, I guess I never really let that register. I just saw a clip of it. And I was like, ooh, yeah, it just feels weird. It's like let him ooh. say his thing. It feels kind of like a bully. 
it feels then it starts to feel like you're taking advantage yeah. in some way. You know, definitely feels like that. Yeah, where you're like, ah, oh, look who I'm taking this freak around for a little bit. Yeah, like it's like King Kong. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't. No, touch you them. can't talk to them. Yeah, yeah. No, no. no I don't can touch only talk that. to them pretending to be you. You can't. Don't use that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right, so what's your second breakfast? Second breakfast? Second, okay. <laughs> Just 50 minutes in. Hey, um, did you say you had three rotating We forgot to get high. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we could do that after. Yeah. The uh, second best breakfast, you know, is here's the classic English one, is tea and toast. Yes. You ever had tea and toast? I love a good tea and toast. Tea love- and toast is, fuck, like, there's a reason it sounds good together. Yeah. I just discovered this this year. Really, I, I try not to fuck with bread in the morning because uh, I, I try. But if you to, get like some good sprouted, like some you know that fucking hippie bread. Yeah, Ezekiel bread. Yeah, or you get some of that shit. You toast the Ezekiel because Ezekiel untoasted is trash. Yeah, it's Ezekiel, no, it's, nearly impossible. It's to a eat. fucking coaster. Toasted, <laughs> it's add terrible. Some Kerrygold Irish butter. Throw some Kerrygold in there. Maybe some preserves. Ooh, some jams. Yeah, some, some jellies and jams and quince paste. Then you have a big twenty ounce steaming hot cup of English breakfast. Ooh, yeah. 20 ounces. I like to drink a lot of <laughs> That's tea. A huge Dude, I like to That's drink like fuck, five mugs of it's tea. It's that mug right there. That's what I'll drink a tea. <laughs> I usually drink two cups of tea in the morning. Like, Ooh, guarantee. The dream. I English fucking, breakfast is your go to, Blaine? Yeah, the best tea by far is from the Yunnan province. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> is it? I see. I love the tea. We're bougie. Let's cop to yeah. it. It's fine. Um, Yunnan. Yunnan, yeah. Yunnan. There's a company called Numi. They make great tea. If you buy the bulk tea of the Yunnan, the Chinese breakfast, that is by far the, the I've had that tea, I've had that tea 10,000 feet on a fucking mountain for, uh, at camp. I've had it everywhere. It is the best tea. Oh, that it's sounds so awesome. Good. It's full bodied. It's got a lot of caffeine. Ugh, it's just fucking, it's I, gotta, it's Yeah, good, I, I love tea. I'm a big, uh, Ooh. Uh, my wife's a big tea drinker. We often yeah. have tea after dinner when we're trying not to have like dessert or cocktails. Right, it's what like, kind of tea do you have? Uh, I have a coconut tea that she, I, okay. I really like, and yeah. uh, she'll have like she'll mix it up. She likes mint. She likes mint tea where it's just fresh mint leaves and hot water. Oh, that's good. It's really good. Yeah. She ever had pennyroyal tea? Uh, I'll show you our tea cabinet on your way okay. out. You can see because we bring back tea every time we travel. Cause- yeah, she check out pennyroyal. It's supposed to be psychoactive. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into fucking tripping balls watching. I think it's pretty mild. It's pretty pretty mild. It's pretty mild. I think it's pretty mild too, dude. Just get you a little trip, little fucking flip, dude. All right, it's a little trips, little flips. It's really really low on the back end, but hot on the tip. Just hit you on the hot (laughs) exit, bro. Just be careful, man. It doubles up psychoactive wise when it comes out your ass. Here's what I gotta say about that. What? Oh shit, dude! I didn't even think of that. What? <laughs> what? Fado and I were in San Francisco for Sketch Fest, and we were in like Chinatown. Oh, we went to get some get I some lunch. Get him on here, that lunatic. You gotta <laughs> just let him stumble around. My we're wa- <laughs> <laughs> stumble around. Is right. It's the best bit I've ever seen. Mine still to date, it's and the it's greatest. classic. And yeah. it's you know been it was done fifty years ago, but he could just it'll do be it doing so fifty years from now still. <laughs> It'll be way sadder when he's older. It'll be more terrifying. We're here because you're like, like, please don't get hurt. Yeah, well, I mean, now he, I think he's pulled back a bit because he has been hurt. Yeah, he broke his arm, right? Yeah, he broke his wrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fucking. Uh, for those of you, if we're not giving enough details, uh, 
Johnny often performs with and tours with Josh Fadum, mm-hmm. who's a very funny dude. Very funny dude. Um, and he does. All, he used to do like a thing where he gets tangled up in his own mic cord. Bonded. Still does it. He still does it. Yeah. But he used to fall fucking hard. Yeah. He does it, it on our show. Uh, still on Kiss My Ass. Yeah. Is that but what? So that's what that is show. that show you guys are doing now? You, sh- are you taking it on the tour? Uh, the we've toured with it a bunch, but we do it every month at the satellite. Oh, cool! For every first Sunday, it's me. Well, it's not me. It's Dick or Troy, who's a thirty-seven-year <laughs> oh, right. vet, teamster veteran, uh, motion motion picture driver. I know Dick or Troy yeah. from Instagram. <laughs> right? Yeah, Dicker. Uh, Dicker's um, Dicker hosts with Josh, and it's just a comedy show that we, you know, we just talk a lot and give give people hell and have a good time. And, That's fun. You know, just let it out. That's fun. Uh, but wait, we're you were in San Francisco with Josh, and you. yeah, we're we're having some lunch. Middle of the day, we're in Chinatown. Some lady, some white lady, looks kind of Eastern European, walks by us, talking on the phone, mile a minute, really loud. And it's like, you know how you can tell Spanish, you can tell Chinese, you can yeah. tell most, I was like, I don't know what the fuck languages was. It's not like a combination between Chinese and French. And she was just motoring Vietnamese? on the phone. I mean, I would know Vietnamese. I uh, grew up with Vietnamese because like in Minnesota, there's oh, yeah, it's a huge yeah. population of Vietnamese people. The Hmong, right? There's, Mon- there's Hmong, also Vietnamese. Yeah, Hmong oh. is a... I think it's Cambodian uh, sub. It's like Hmong's very specific, but yeah, yeah. Mo- most Hmong are from Cambodia, I think. But oh, okay. So um, what I'm saying is, I know Vietnamese, Gabriel. Bro, okay? trust me, <laughs> I know a zipper head when yeah. I hear one. Okay. <laughs> call back. Oh my god. <laughs> <An> offensive ass <laughs> callback. <laughs> and I quoted, I fake quoted you. So I'm yeah, the I yeah, real- I fucking know when I hear this shit. Okay, I grew up around eating freaking uh, springy rolls and hey, I had a fucking bon me once or twice, baby. Yeah, I'm from Minnesota, but I talk like this <laughs> when I when I say By stuff. The way, that's like the only accent I do, and I fall into it all the time. But I truly believe that's my actual accent, and this is what I've trained yeah, like, you my train voice to sound to like. Be. Yeah, but in real life, I'm like, all right, we got a fucking podcast. Here we are. Let's do it. What the fuck is this? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Johnny? Oh, oh, it's Galanga. Oh, it's an herb, huh? Okay. <laughs> Spirulina. Throw in this movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this lady walks by, going, "It's like some crazy ass language." And I just look at Fader and I go, "What?" <laughs> I don't know Something about that Was just like Just like the funniest reaction Just Like obviously You don't know what you said Yeah like like, What the What I'm sorry lady But What Lady What are you saying Uh, Talking English breakfast And English breakfast tea Uh Makes me think of The full English breakfast Which I'm a diehard fan of The full English breakfast Is one of the greatest things That exists Where Where do you have it I had it in when I traveled to. I went to Scotland and England with, okay. uh, with my wife, and I hit it. I had it like the hotel in Scotland had a full English breakfast mm. in the morning. I was like, a full of oh, Scottish I'll, breakfast. I'll try it, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Mm. Blood sausage, not exactly my thing, but every other element right. I love. Yeah. Where, where do you have it locally, though? Have you had it? Locally? I haven't had it locally. Do you have a I spot think you like? The place there's a place on Melrose close to you. What's it called? There's a there's a pub. The Village Idiot. Yes, they have a great English breakfast. Oh, do they? I mean, yeah. any any English breakfast is good. I but, love it. Like I love oh, beans, God, I eggs, right now. a grilled beans. tomato, fucking. Uh, it is essentially everything I love the meat. you need. Yeah, it's it's like a thing where if you're hungover or if you're like if you just came off of hiking or something. Yeah, dude. Could you imagine having an English breakfast like in the year 
1815. Right. You're out in the fucking highlands and it's raining. You got to do your work and you come into like a, to an inn, a true inn. Yeah. Where you can stay, sleep. What can I get you, pal? What, what would it be for you there? <laughs> what would it be, laddie? What would it be? Oh, really? I haven't an English breakfast. Okay. Oh, they don't take us kind around her. <laughs> <laughs> Having that shit on like a misty morning. It makes total oh, sense, dude. Christ. Fuck yeah. I love it. Dear Christ, that would be uh, that the charred tomato. Oh, the charred tomato, poached eggs, or the beans. The beans, beans and eggs are a great combination. As oh. as uh, both uh, Mexicans and Jesus Christ. have learned. That's what yeah. I had every day in South Africa for breakfast on set. Well, I had um, what were you doing in South Africa? Shooting this movie it comes out in May. It's called Action Point. Oh shit, dude! I just realized this. This you know all about Action Point, right? Uh, sorry, Action Park. Oh yeah, it's a movie about Action Park. Oh, I know all about Action Park. It's Action Park, the movie. What? Yes. The place where they used to have a fucking rope swing where people like would like a cliff dive. The one in like Jersey, right? Yes. This is the movie of Action Park. Who is it? Greg Matola? Because he made Adventureland, which was also uh, a a theme park. It's Johnny Knoxville. It's his thing. Oh, that's awesome. So he plays the the owner of the uh, the park, who's like the based on the real owner, kind of like you know the weirdo who loves. Doing crazy shit, but that place was like truly dangerous. They had like the loop to loop water yeah, slide, we, right? We built it. We had a loop to loop. It's it's truly dangerous, but also truly fun. Yeah, like, no, it was truly... like it was it was right before regulation. Yeah, in theme parks. They kind like, of invented they had a regulation. Cliff you just leapt off of, and like there would be like swim out of the way. Someone would land like four feet away right. from you off of like a cliff. You're like that guy would cut you in half. I mean, the it. Wikipedia for that place is hilarious because it's all. All the names of the people who used to work in the park would call stuff. Like everything had four names. It was like, oh, this is we call this uh like break a neck or yeah, lawsuit oh, yeah. lawsuit machine. <laughs> Just different stuff like that. Yeah, they had a full loop to loop in a water slide, a tubed water slide right. that would loop to loop and you would just get Bang. I never did it. Oh, you would yeah. just get banged the fuck around. There's no, you don't just go upside no. down. <laughs> Supposedly it wasn't around for very long. No, he, it, that one didn't last. Yeah, they and paid, they had like the rope swing into the water too. If I remember, had so correctly. much stuff. There were six deaths total during the history of the park. And, and it wasn't mm-hmm. open that like that wasn't over a long period of time. It was over. I mean, it was pretty good, but still not not no way more than most parks. Yeah, <laughs> like significantly more than most parks. Way above the national park average. Yeah. Oh, that's really fun. So you were you would have that breakfast every day in South right. Africa. I would have I'd go in there and have a I have an egg cook over easy. I'd put it on a piece of toast. I put some salt and pepper on there, some parsley. They've got chopped parsley. And then I'd have a little side of beans. And Ooh. that was like the fucking best. I'd also have like three cups of tea. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. And then get up there on the cliff and yep. uh, have and a just, hot exit. <laughs> and just wait for hours while they get their shit together to shoot. I'll be sitting here for the next uh, seven hours. How long were you in South Africa for? Three months. Really? Yeah. It was a real in-country kind of thing. It was a thing where that breakfast I just described was this thing where I started to have a routine where I would listen to... Uh, High on Fire or Pantera in the morning on a little speaker and I blast it in the dark, in the freezing cold dark we get to set. And I go on there and all these dudes from Zimbabwe, like the world's nicest men who are also have like the the greatest amount of failty, like so, so timid because... The I mean, world they came up I in. mean, it's not... South Africa makes... It's a wonderful place. It's in- intensely beautiful. There's so many positives about it. But the social climate there, you're like, dude, America's fucking rad. Yeah, like Trump can't. Trump can't 
can't get to it. As Trump it. can't destroy America. He couldn't destroy it unless he caused a nuclear war. Right. Because yeah. there's just there's so much greatness here in terms of equality and stuff that just doesn't that exist there. That doesn't exist down there. Oh, like the fuck. idea of the like American dream, like people say the American dream is dead, but if you think about it, it's really not because the American dream is is equality. It's being able to like say to to talk to someone who's your superior and not have them fire you for pointing out a mistake they made. Right, right, right. Like that's it's a, the uh, yeah. the ability to have an adult conversation. And if you work super hard here, you can get shit. Yeah. You probably might break your back or like not get as much as you want to, but you can. Yeah, you and can. you might be getting fucked over in some capacity. Yeah, but, but you can move up. You can definitely move up. Yeah. South Africa, there's whole generations of people, they just don't, that's not something that exists. You can't uh. push, a lot of times you just can't push your way into that next level just because there's so much top-down like institutional. Caste system. Yeah, I mean, it's racism, but like it's not just racism. Racism, because there's tons of people, if you have money there, it's like, you're fucking, you're golden. Great equalizer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but either way, at the breakfast. The either way, par- fresh par- fresh parsley. Fresh is parsley. Nice on some eggs, oh, yeah. fresh parsley. That, that's the English component. That's like the English sort of. That's the other thing about South Africa, is they have the best eggs I've ever had in my life. Really? I think it's. I think it's a function of South Africa is essentially like California, but if California was its own country, because there's so many farms there. Yeah. So there's and also they have there's so much land and this it's so a much great land, climate. Great yeah. climate, and it's also this thing where there's a lot of um a lot of Former British colonies or even Dutch colonies, they have, there's like a, um, the same in Australia where there's like a real dedication to making things organic and pesticide free. Oh, it's like, amazing. I, I've been to New Zealand a few times. Oh, it's like one of my favorite it's spots. It's insane. And they don't even, they don't even, the word organic doesn't, doesn't exist, exist because everything the, is. Because everything comes out. By way. law, it has yeah. to be. That's so awesome. It's so not, much unprocessed mm-hmm. shit like there. So everything you eat there, it's just like these eggs were having. These are massive crates of eggs they have for craft service. And yeah. craft service there is, it's a little different. It's a little more bare. It's not quite the same. Yeah, it's like you eat what they have. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a dust biscuit and some some juice that's been flooded with bees. What's a dust biscuit? <laughs> it's like these, they call it a rusk. It's basically like a biscotti with no sugar and harder. Oh. It's hard it's for tap. dunking in coffee yeah, and tea or, or tea. whatever? Yeah, it's, it's the worst. Oh, that sounds awful. It's not the worst. It's just, oh. I used to call them dust biscuits. I, I came up with a lot of slang that caught on on set because I just was. Because you're that guy, man. Yeah, I'm that guy. I just like to like to. I like to call, uh, give it a new name. It's pretty wild. You worked on a movie set with two Johnnies. Yeah, well, I, from day one, I was like, no call one called me Pemberton. That's what I was. Yeah. Like, if if you call me Johnny, I won't turn my fucking head. Right. I said that from day one. Yeah, if the I was like, it. yeah, I'm sorry. Johnny Knoxville is you, you, you got it, man. You're number one on the call sheet. You could also be Johnny. <laughs> it's, not, it's not your real name, but it is today. Oh yeah, yeah. So you didn't go by uh, Dejarnet? <laughs> no, I just went by Pemberton or Pemby. <laughs> call me Dejarnet, please. Yeah, everyone's like. I literally, if someone said Johnny, I wouldn't turn because I was like, if I if I acknowledge someone calling me Johnny, I know they're calling, talking right now. It will. What's it called? You know, it's like it reinforces set a it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so but we the talked eggs, a little dude. bit about regular breakfast, right. and we, we're venturing into English breakfast. <laughs> Let's talk uh, Saturday or Sunday brunch. If you're about to go dive in on, okay. a, brec- on a breakfast-type right. food, you're like maybe not going to eat again until dinner. You're a little hungover. Uh, you're out with your girl I'm or out. some friends. What, okay. Yeah, what, what are you getting? Well, for, I have a really big thing where I cannot go just sweet or just savory. Oh. I got to have the fucking pancakes and or waffle and or French toast. With, with the eggs, the hash browns, and the bacon, or the sausage, yeah. and the, they say eggs. I said eggs. Yeah. yeah, 
I kind of no, have both. I'm no <laughs> sweets. Really? I will have pancakes every once in a while or a waffle, depending on like the situation. Oh. If so, my wife will often push for like uh, pancakes for the table, yeah, or a waffle for the table. That's me. Yeah, always. Yeah, because I I'll take that like as dessert. But for me, it's savory. I, I'm a big huevos rancheros. Oh fan. my god. I'm a big chilaquiles. Uh, Benedict fan. Chilaquiles. The uh, uh, over here, I live near the Grove. Okay. The Lotteria Grill in the Grove Farmer's Market. Ultimate Chiliques. Makes amazing chilaquiles. And you can split the sauce. Like, uh, oh. They have green, mole, uh, uh, roja, and chipotle. And you can split it. it and get any two, like half and half. Chiliques. And it comes like a fucking... Literally, you get, you know, like classic like lunch trays. Right. It's the plate that it comes on. You can only also fit a drink on that plate, and that's it. That's nice. how big the fucking chilaquiles is. You could split it with Brent oh. easily. It's, and they're fucking great. I love chilaques. Oh, me too. I feel like I don't get them that much, though. Well, because it is breakfast nachos. Yeah, breakfast nachos. That's the nachos. problem where it's like, you can't, I can't. I can't do that. And then, like, are we hiking after this? <laughs> like, I just had a fucking tray of nachos. I'll hike ben- on a full stomach, man. I'll fucking. You're crazy, do it. dude. You're nuts. Everyone knows that. Yeah, I, dude. I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm crazy, man. Sometimes I'll eat a lot of food. I'm not mobile. I'm not mobilized. <laughs> Gotta get mobile, bro. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Start. Call me free a freak. climbing the side of Re- Republic or whatever. Oh, um, what are I love a I love a fried chicken breakfast. Fried chicken that- breakfast. I'll tell you my ultimate breakfast. This is the ultimate breakfast that doesn't exist anymore. There was a place in Minneapolis called the Dinky Towner. It was in offensive. <laughs> oh my god! I just realized that. Oh my god! Well, Dinky Town is what they call the area by the university. Oh, okay. In Minneapolis, it's called all Dinky Town. I have to pee so bad. Can we That's pause okay. it? We're, 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 we'll wrap up shortly. Are okay. you gonna, or is it like dangerous for you? I just like I'll, okay. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. We were gonna wrap up after you tell us your dream breakfast. So, the Dinky Town doesn't exist anymore. It was, it was classic. Like you go downstairs in a place that has no windows, has pool, <laughs> has a fucking Bloody Mary bar. Oh, it's we like, make your own. Like go out there. It's and just for like, cokehead yeah. drunks. You know, <laughs> it's like the real cokehead drunk place. You go, you go at like fucking eight a.m. on a Sunday because you haven't slept. They used to make a corned beef hash there with the corned beef was in big, like sort of like triangular chunks. Plus the eggs were poached, put like two or three on there. Plus it was sprinkled with dill. Ooh, that, that shit sounds great. was the greatest ever. And it's Dinky Towner's gone, man. I'll never have it again. R.I.P. Dinky Town. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of the Waffle House, like smothered, covered and. Oh, j- yeah. Yeah. Like give me the hash browns with Everything ba- with ham, cheese, the peppers, best, onions. The best. Yeah. It's also so cheap. I know. You can eat. Two people could go wild at a Waffle House and leave for like $9. Two of my piss so bad. <laughs> All right. Guys, <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. Johnny, where can people find you on Twitter if they need uh, to hit you up at? Just uh, my name. At, it's at Johnny Yeah. Pennington. You can also check out my podcast, Live to Tape, which live, will be on soon. Yes. Yeah. Live to Tape. Uh, any other plugs coming up? I guess check out the Action movie. Park when yeah. it comes out. Yeah. Um, as always, I'm at John Gabris. Uh, tweeted us uh, the the <laughs> breakfast foods you guys have. Johnny's fl- back teeth are floating. It's just the fucking tea. It's the tea, baby. It's the the guy's got no intestines. He's chugging tea. He's having a bottle of water on in, in the studio. Um, as always, I'm at John Gabris on Twitter. Listen to the Action Boys podcast on Patreon. Um, Buy a t-shirt, gabris.com slash shirts or shirts.actionboys.biz, whatever. They all go to the same fucking website. Um, guys, check out, oh, watch the new season of Drunk History. I'm going to be a narrator on one of the episodes. I'm not sure when, but keep paying attention. Bye, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>